Hey, Kevin Draves here with the Howl for Diamond Box Bluetooth speakers. I got to tell you, I play basketball at the gym down the road for me all the time. And sometimes I go late at night. I bring my Diamond Box. And now they're introducing three new systems. The new L2, XL2, and M2 all feature stereo sound by themselves or split stereo sound with wireless syncing of two units for a live sound experience. Loud enough for any environment. And I kid you not, you could play this at low volume and you'll hear it in any room of your house. This is the most powerful Bluetooth boombox speaker on the market today. Check them out on Twitter at Diamond Box Co. That's box with two X's, Diamond Box Co. Welcome to the NBA 2K League Show on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Brought to you by Rode Microphones. Studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. We are your source for NBA 2K League coverage each and every week. Here, covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. NBA 2K League Week two, night one, is where we begin this week as we start off with our recaps. First off, we have Pacers versus Cavs. Should be a good game as both teams are undefeated. Looking for a good, close matchup in this one. Early on in the game, Pacers looking to take that early advantage as they get a long two up to nothing. Cavaliers fight back, though, as Like a Pro shows off some really good ball handling in deep range, puts them up 10-6. As the first quarter is under 30 seconds to go, Ramo with the long three with the assist for Maddie, and they are back up. Pacers 11-10. There is still time left, though, in the first quarter. Sick with the basketball, throws it out to Strainer, and he looks to make the cut. Strainer keeps the ball, though, goes for the buzzer beater, and it looks like he gets it off just a little too late. Second quarter starts, though, and Sick, again, showing off that amazing ball handling skills, sifts through the defense and is able to get the easy dunk and the two to give them the lead. Cavs up 18-15, Pacers ball under three minutes to go, and like a pro, does get schooled a bit by Wolf. Looking at moments in this game where you definitely saw like a pro struggling with his matchup against Wolf. Again, there are under three minutes to go, and you have a Cavs with a two-point lead. Very close game so far. 18-17, just over two minutes to go. O'Leary with the monster highlight jam, and Cavs are now up three, 20-17. 
two minutes to go in the first or in the second with 15 seconds to go it is transition basketball for the Pacers get a little sloppy but able to keep it Swizzerk with the green three and just like that Pacers now up 24 to 20 moving on to the second half we have just under six minutes as the game is fairly fresh and like a pro with the nice basket off of the alley-oop 24 22 Cavs down just two Midway through the third, Pacers ball again, and Ramo drives, kicks it out to Swizzerk, who hits the money three. Now up seven are the Pacers. Build that lead up to 10. Cavs try to come back, able to get a nice alley-oop to Sick, back within eight points midway through the third. It is a seven-point game with about two minutes left in the third. Cavs still down as another three from the Pacers gets it back up to 10 points. Pacers always seem to find a way to stem the tide. Like a pro showing again, continues to struggle with Wolf. Wolf with the steal, with the pass back to three. He drives in, gets the cut, gets the jam, and Wolf again showing why in this game it is his game and like a pro struggling. Like a pro, though, able to, in transition, hit O'Leary for the corner three. And just like that, four minutes to go. It is a three-point basketball game. Pacers are clinging to this lead. Like a pro, hits a three with three minutes and 18 seconds left. We have a two-point game. We have a ball game. Cavs were fighting this whole game, but Pacers always able to keep them at arm's length. Here we go. Will we have a game, or did the Cavs come too late to the party? And unfortunately, in this one, we... Do have Cavs a little too late to that party. Like a pro, hits a two-point shot with 5.8 to go in the fourth, but that's all she wrote. Pacers hold the ball, and final score in this one is 51-47. to Player of the game for the Pacers, Ramo, really impressive. 10 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 steals, a block, and only one turnover. We do take a look, of course, at the opposing team. Despite losing a solid game from Sick, 15 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, and a block with just 2 turnovers. So a very solid game from him. Moving on to Game 2 on the night. That was a very good one. Can this next game, Warriors Blazer 5, live up to that talk of the first game? Early on, you have a good back and forth, but to start it off, we do have CB13 with the deep three, and Warriors take a 3-0 advantage. Moving on, Blazer 5 trying to answer back, and one wild walnut does just that with the inside dunk, 3-2 early on. Blazer 5 able to take that early 4-3 lead, but the Warriors looking to fight right back, and they try for an easy mid-range shot, and in the end, they get the Chiquita 3 and she is on the board. 6-4. to four. She gives the Warriors the lead. Midway through the first quarter. And Blazer 5 up 8-6. to six. Warriors with the ball. CB13 drives in. Able to find Chiquita wide open in the corner. Hits another 3. She's up to 6 points. And the Warriors with that 9-8 advantage. Blazer 5 though. Under a minute to go. Able to get the lead. But who other than CB13 answers from 3 again. The 3-point ball. Keeping the Warriors in this one. In the second quarter, 16-12 to 12 is your score, but David drives in, gets the and-one dunk, makes the free throw to give Blazer 5 the bigger advantage. It is now a six-point game when B-Smooth answers back with a three for the Warriors, and they are only down five. As the second quarter is coming to a close, you have Warrior Ball. They are down nine points, and they are able to make it seven with the easy transition basket from B-Smooth. 
Very close game in this one so far. First half, neither team able to pull away, but Blazer 5 definitely look like the better team. Not necessarily surprising, as they are one of the best teams in the league so far this season. Second half, Beast Move able to hit the free throw jumper, 29-33 there within four points. Blazer, though, with the ball, able to get it to six-point lead, two and a half minutes to go as Mama I'm Dat Man gets left wide open, and all of a sudden, just like that, what seemed like a close game, nine points. Two minutes to go in the third quarter, 38-29, Blazer with the lead, and Gradient with the nice post moves, able to finish, and just like that, seven points. As third quarter is coming to a close, it is seven points again, but just like that, Warriors turn the ball over, playing very sloppy, and they get a lavish dunk to really start to stem the tide and actually give the momentum back to Blazer 5. Lavish, not the best week one, hoping to make some sort of a jump back, and so far in this one, it looks like he is going to do just that. In the fourth quarter, five minutes to go, it is a 10-point advantage for Blazer 5, and they are in transition, looking to increase that lead by even more. Mama with the transition two-hand dunk, 12 points, their biggest lead of the game, and he is talking trash. This looks like Blazer 5 are really trying to send a message here to the Warriors. Warriors refuse to go away, though, as Jin gets the inside dunk. It is 55-46, Blazers up with three minutes to go. Is this game over, or can the Warriors make one last push? CB13's got the ball. They are in the half-court set. Blazers still up 10. Do the Warriors have one last shot at this as they are down by 10? One seventeen to go. CB13 dribbles around, gets the, uh, gets the pass from Jin, who rolls for the three-point shot, hits it. Seven-point game just over a minute to go. One last chance is what the Warriors are looking for, but unfortunately, they just did not have enough as your final score is 61-53. But wait, no it's not. Blazers decide to take a buzzer-beating three because they wanted to add insult to injury, and 64-53 ends up being your final. You wonder if stuff like this kind of sticks in the head of a team like the Warriors, and down the road, maybe they look for some revenge. You've been watching that first game. Pacers willing to take the ball and just dribble it out. Blazers really stick the knife in there. And again, down the road, you wonder if that's going to end up hurting them as some teams will definitely take that personally. And if you're a team in the 2K League, I wonder maybe you want to avoid things like this because you don't want to give anyone any sort of bulletin board material. But a good game nonetheless from Blazer 5. Taking a look at your player of the game. For Blazer 5 player of the game, None other than one wild walnut. 14 points, 14 rebounds with that double-double and zero turnovers. But again, we have to mention another man. Mama, I'm that man. 15, or 16 points, a rebound, 15 assists, 4 steals. He did have 4 turnovers, unfortunately, but really good, solid effort from them. Only one player was not in double digits for Blazer 5, and that's King Peroxide. But he did have 9 points. Looking at the Warriors' side of things, you did have a solid, almost Draymond Green effort, speaking of the Warriors, from Jin, 8.8 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks, just 2 turnovers. But again, Blazer 5 do end up taking this one, 64-53. Moving on to the next matchup, we have Bucks Gaming versus Pistons GT. Who will be the victor in this one? Only time will tell. Starting off... In this game, Pistons looking to take that early advantage. Jackal with some nice moves, and he takes a fadeaway side three-pointer, able to hit it to give them the 3-0 lead early. 
Pistons continue to push it up 6-2 to two as they get a nice transition basket. Mr. Styles with the great bounce pass to Insanity. 8-2 to two is your lead. 4.5 to go in the first. Bucks looking to come back, though, get the rebound, and they push it in transition. Slay Island runs in, and the highlight dunk over two players. Just like that, 12-8. to eight. Bucks are right back in it. As the first quarter is coming to a close, Bucks actually have the lead with under 10 seconds to go, but May drives it in and pauses, gets the foul, hits the circus th- uh, two-point shot, ends up make- getting fouled, and makes the free throw to give them the lead going into the second, but not so fast as A-Rooks because, of course, he answers with 3.3 seconds left, gets the ball, drives it in, and before the clock expires, hits the reverse layup, and just like that, we have a Bucks advantage going into the second quarter. Second quarter starts it off with five points. Slay Island showing off some nice moves. Tries to go inside to Plondo off the pick and roll. Misses, and it ends up being a transition basket for Mr. Styles. 25-22 is the Pistons' advantage after that bucket. Tie game, though, with four minutes to go. 25-25 as A-Rooks gets the easy dunk to give the Bucks the advantage with four minutes to go. Three minutes to go, and you have Bucks with the two-point advantage. Plondo goes inside, misses the shot, but in the end, Big Meat gets open for a long three, and just like that, Bucks starting to take advantage, and they are up five points at 32-27. May tries, or Plondo tries to go inside. May, with the rejection, throws it out. Pistons with the transition, and Mr. Styles hits the three, and all of a sudden, Pistons now back up 34-32. to A good back and forth in this one so far in the first half. Both teams able to grab leads, but no one's able to pull away, and we jump into the second half just like that. Early in the third, it is 39-39. Talk about a game that is very, very close. Pistons, though, get a dunk early, and they're able to take the two-point advantage. In transition, none of them A-Rooks, Looks to get the score. Gets the easy, wide-open dunk. 43-41. Four minutes to go in the third quarter. A-Rooks is fired up. As the third quarter is coming to a close, Bucks, though, down two points. Have the ball. A-Rooks looking to take the lead. Hits the three-pointer. And 53-52 is your score going into the fourth quarter. Three minutes, 47 seconds left. And again, we are tied. The number of ties in this game is ridiculous. No team able to pull away. Fourth quarter, who will be the victor? Mr. Styles drives in, gets the dunk, and one two-point game. Can they make the free throw? And they can, up three points, trying to take some sort of an advantage. Able to build that lead back up to six points. One of the biggest leads of the game, actually, for either team. Pistons have the ball, actually, after a steal. In transition, 2.16 to go. Throws it ahead to Mr. Styles. Hits the three, and just like that, we have a nine-point game just over two minutes to go. This one could be all over. It's going to be tough, despite how competitive this game has been. And it's actually closer than the score would say. It is nine points, and Pistons likely have this one in the bag. It is still a nine-point game. Under a minute left now as they do a jump ball. Pistons do win that one, though, and Jacko able to break free, gets the wide-open three-pointer as the Bucks are falling asleep, and just like that, we have a 12-point Pistons lead. Slay Island brings it down, tries to hit the three, instead hits Chatty Nick in the corner, hits the three, 35 seconds left, but they are still down nine points. Final score in this one, 76-68. The Pistons do end up taking it. Solid effort from both teams, though. Player of the game in this one, we have from Pistons GT, none other than Mr. Styles. 18 points, 8 assists, 
two steals. But honestly, the real player of the game would go to May, who was absolutely incredible. 16 points, 18 rebounds, five assists, a steal, a block, just two turnovers. Those are the guys you really wanted to watch in this one. For the Bucks, though, you got a solid effort out of Plondo. 14 points, eight rebounds, three assists. And another guy that really jumps off the page for me would be Slay Island. 11 points, five rebounds, and nine assists. But unfortunately, those two just were not enough as they were not able to get over the hump. And again, 76-68 is your final score in this one. Next game on the docket, we have Warriors Gaming Squad, and they are taking on the Cavs Legion. Should be a very solid matchup for both teams. Beast move with the impressive handles early on, able to hit Jin in transition for the 2-0 lead. Nice answer right back by Strainer with the alley-oop, and it is 2-2, five minutes to go in the first quarter. 6-5 is your score with three minutes to go, and in transition, CB13, the guy that has been doing this all night, hits the 3-9-5, Warriors are up. Warriors then able to build that lead up to 11-5, two minutes to go, and they have the ball. Jan at the top of the key, hands off to Beast move, hits the deep three, and we have a nine-point game, Warriors up. Early in the second quarter, Warriors again in transition, and Gradient with the dunk. This is all Warriors so far in this one, as they have built their lead up to 26-12 early in the second. Can the Cavs come back, or will Warriors stomp it out? It looks like Warriors looking to put this one away early. A minute and a half to go in the first half, and they have built a 20-point lead up 39-19. to Sick with the long two. Actually looks like he got fouled, no call, but he does make it to make it an 18-point lead. Trying to get some sort of a run together to maybe have a chance if this can get up to 15 points, maybe get that lead somewhere in that 10 to 15 range. Maybe the game isn't over yet and Cavs can look to come back. But so far, all the momentum on the Warriors' side in this first half. Under a minute to go, Cavs with the ball, down 18. Like a pro, hits the three. Just like that, we have a 16-point game. A lot of time left. Can they make a return? Can they fight back? With a minute to go, though, in the third quarter, it is, again, all Warriors built their lead back up to 17 points with the basket by Jin. In the fourth quarter, the story is still the same. Jin with the nice drive and dunk puts the lead back up to 16 points. 57-41. This game has been all Warriors. Cavs have had a couple small runs, but nothing significant enough to really put the lead in jeopardy. Jin with another drive. Throws it out to Chiquita, hits the three, and how about that? It is now 16 points yet again, three minutes to go in this one, 63-47. Chiquita showing off that range in those corner threes. Really going to be tough to beat are the Warriors if they can continue to hit like this from deep. Cavs trying to make one last push, get the drive and the dunk. 63-49 there within 14 points. Under three minutes to go in this one, Warriors have the ball. Still 14 left as the Warriors hit another alley-oop. This time it is to be smooth who cuts in. 16 points seems to be where we are stuck in this one. But then the Warriors with another run. And just like that, it is a 21-point lead. And the Warriors have the ball. CB13 at the top of the key. Score is 70-49 with a minute and a half, minute and a half to go in the fourth. Be smooth from the top of the key. Dribbles in. Hits the long range two. And just like that, 23 points. Honestly, from start to finish, the Warriors showing that they were the better team. O'Leary does get a nice bucket with a drive to try to at least 
get a few points that don't necessarily matter since this is garbage time, and he does just that. Cavs then get another steal. Sick goes in, hits the two, and we have 53-72. I guess if you're going to look for some sort of a light at the end of the tunnel, if you're the Cavs, it is now under 20 points. Cavs get another steal. O'Leary gets the ball top of the key, throws it into Sick, who cuts in for the dunk. 17 points now. But as the game is coming to a close, the Warriors get an inside look to Beast Move, who hits it. And 74-55 is the final in this one. Warriors do take it. This game was really never in question. Warriors really dominated from start to finish. Looking at your player of the game for the Warriors gaming squad, you look at none other than Beast Move, 30 points, one rebound, three assists, and a steal. Moving along to the Cavs side of things, solid game from Sick again. We always expect that. 20 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, 5 steals. Solid effort from him, but unfortunately, in the end, just not enough. Last game of the night, we have Lakers Gaming taking on Blazer 5 Gaming in this one. Who will be the victor, as we like to say here on the NBA 2K League show? You're listening to the Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio. Here we go with Lakers versus Blazer 5. Should be a pretty good matchup. Early on, you have Lakers win the tip, and they have the ball. Hoping to get a nice start off. Control sees Vert cutting to the hoop with a wide open dunk. And just like that, Lakers do have some momentum up 2 to nothing. Blazers fight back, though, have that 5-2 to two advantage. Control at the top of the key. Lakers with the ball. Moody cuts in. Vert from the corner hits the 3. And we have a tie game. 4 to go in the first. 5-5 five, five is still your score. Blazer 5 with the ball. Trying to take that advantage. Mama hits King Peroxide for the top of the key 3. 8-5, Blazer 5 have the advantage. 10-9 is your score. Blazer still up with two minutes to go as they are able to get the steal. David tries to go in transition, hits Mama, I'm that man. A little ball movement, and David cuts to the corner, is able to get open, hits that corner three, and give the lead back to Blazer 5. 17-11, early on in the second quarter, Blazer's up and with the ball. Mama, I'm that man, hits the cutting one wild walnut. What a great team those two are. 19-11, Blazer 5 up. 24-16 is the Blazer advantage, though. Lakers able to score in the post and get it back to within six points. 2.37 to go. That is still the lead. Blazer 5, Mama I'm Dead Man drives in, gets the and one, hits the free throw. 27-18 is your score. As first half comes to a close, Blazer 5 able to build that lead up to 10 points. 32-22, 20 seconds left in the first half. Laker ball, Vert from the corner, able to throw it to the top of the key. And Detoxis hits the three, and just like that is a seven-point game. Hopefully, Lakers can use that, try to get a little momentum going into the second half. Three minutes to go in the third quarter, and the Blazer 5 have their biggest lead of the game, 13 up 42-29. to Lakers with the ball, though, and they have a really sloppy turnover. And then in transition, Mama able to hit David, hits the dunk, and 15 points just like that. And Blazer 5 are feeling it. They are talking trash, and they are taking names in this one so far. Kev, though, midway through, hits the three for the Lakers, trying to keep them alive, just down 12 points. A lot of game left, but eventually... Lakers have to make a run if they stand any chance. But they're so sloppy with the basketball. Another turnover. And with two minutes to go, a transition dunk puts the game up to 14 points again. 
Blazer 5 still up 14 as one wild walnut gets the and one dunk. Minute and a half to go in the third quarter. This is all Blazer 5. Almost at times look like they're toying with the Lakers. As the third quarter is coming to a close, Blazer 5, again, biggest lead of the game. How about this? 55-34 is their advantage. One Wild Walnut has the ball in the post, playing bully ball, pushes him out of the way, gets the and one dunk. This game in the third quarter, but it feels like it is all but over. I don't know what the Lakers can do to try to come back in this one. Another transition basket. King Peroxide gets the dunk. He is fired up. Blazer 5, whole team's really fired up as they build it to a 27-point lead. 151 to go. Blazer 5 up 73-47, to 47, and they have the, bomb, have the ball. Mama, I'm that man, drives in. Nobody on the Lakers even tries to play defense, and just like that is up to a 28-point lead, 75-47. to 47. Lakers just getting blown out of the water. Minute and a half to go. Mama, I'm that man with the alley-oop to one wild walnut, 77-50. to 50. You really feel bad for the Lakers because they at no point felt like they were in this basketball game. They do hit a three, and they are able to get the lead back down to 20 points with 34 seconds left in this one. But, of course, what do Blazer 5 do? They continue to push it. Final score in this one, no question that the better team was Blazer 5 as they win this one 81-62. to Lakers, I guess it's some sort of a victory to lose by less than 20 if you want to be positive for any of the Laker fans out there. Player of the game for Blazer 5 Gaming. You know, I got to give it to two people, Mama I'm Dat Man and One Wild Walnut. Walnut with 26 points, 12 rebounds, Three assists, a steal, a block, and no turnovers. Mama, I'm that man. Also, by the way, zero turnovers. 16 points, two rebounds, 19 assists, and a steal. If you want to win a basketball game, this is how you do it. Limit your turnovers. The team only had three, and you get assists. 23 assists for Blazer 5 as a team. Moving over to the Lakers, you definitely had a couple guys that were at least decent in this one. The guy we'll highlight is Moody. Not a lot of points, six but he did have 16 boards, four assists, and two blocks. But the four turnovers, that really struggles. A team's not going to win a lot of games when they're doing that. And they think about this, 14 turnovers to Blazer 5's just three, and only 16 assists for the Lakers, whereas Blazer 5, again, had 23. Moving on next to Week 2's night number two. All right, so game one is Bucks versus Heat Check Gaming. Uh, Heat Check win the tip, looking to be the first ones to score in this one. You have Luddy, Lottie hitting the mid-range shot to give the Heat the early 2-0 advantage. They kick it to 4-0 as Bucks Arooks throws it into Plondo, and it is 4-2. Bucks are on the board. 7-6. Bucks have the lead midway through the first quarter as you get a nice drive by the Bucks. Lottie with the dunk. And they are looking really good up in early in this one. 10-8 with over a minute to go. Bucks still leading. Then you get a three-point shot from A Rooks doing what he does best, getting buckets, and they are up 13 to 10. Big Meek able to hit or go after a three-pointer, misses it. Plondo gets the rebound, muscles his way inside, gets the dunk. He is in takeover mode, and they are up by five towards the end of the first quarter. Four minutes to go in the second quarter. Bucks have built the lead 20-14, and they have the basketball. In transition, A-Rooks hits 
or goes for a really tough transition shot, but knowing Plondo gets inside, grabs the board, gets the and one basket, makes the free throw up to a nine-point advantage. With two minutes left, Bucks able to build that lead up to 11 points. With Hotshot inside, though, Heat are trying to come back. He does a nice post move, and back to nine points we go. Again, two minutes left. A minute left in the first half. Plondo wide open, still taking over the post, and it is still an 11-point game. Bucks are ahead. Plondo just dominated inside. They just have no answer for him on Heat Check Gaming. 34-20 to 20 is the score early on in the third quarter as, again, the Bucks hit another three. With 3.50 left, Bucks basketball looking to push that lead even further. A-Rooks hits the top of the key three, and you now have a 17-point advantage for Bucks gaming. So far, this game is all Bucks. Heat check, need to wake up, or this one's going to be over quickly. Three minutes to go in the third quarter. Another sloppy turnover for Heat Check Gaming. They just don't seem as interested in this game as Bucks. And the worst part is the Bucks in this one are dominating not only the paint, but they're also hitting shots outside. In all facets of the game, the Bucks are the better team. Two minutes to go in this one in the third quarter. Bucks are up 48 to 30, but then you get a nice three-pointer from Heat Check Gaming to make that lead a little less. With 1.50 to go in the f- third quarter, Plondo with another big rebound, hits A-Rooks top of the key, and another three-pointer gives them one of their biggest leads of the game. They are now up 50-32. to 32. As the third quarter is under a minute left, A-Rooks has the ball, able to hit Chatty Nick in the corner for the three, and now their biggest lead of the game, 24 points. Heat Check probably already out of this one, but maybe they can hit a couple threes, try to get this game back in check. End the third quarter with a nice three-pointer to make it a little closer, but still down 21 points. Early in the fourth quarter, just over four minutes to go, the lead is still 19 points for the Bucks. Bucks have the ball, looking to go in transition. Chatty Nick left wide open again from the corner. The sad part is Heatcheck actually had the numbers back, and they just lost track of the players that were on the other side of the court. When you have that sort of an advantage, you cannot let them get guys wide open. And consistently in this game, Heat Check have struggled on both ends of the court. 4.30 to go. It is 61-39. to Bucks are winning. Fourth quarter is almost over, under a minute to go. And Heat Check are trying to do what they can. But honestly, at this point, the Bucks are just toying with them. Big Meek hits a three. And how about this? With three seconds to go in this one, Bucks end up taking the lead 80-57. to 57. That's a huge lead and a total domination, and that is actually the last score of the game. Bucks take this one, 82-57. Honestly, it was never really a game. Bucks won from start to finish. Heat check were basically just laughed out of the gym, unfortunately, for them. Looking at the player of the game in this one, Got to give it to Plondo. How about this? these numbers? 17 points, 19 rebounds, 8 assists, 2 steals, and 2 blocks. Did have 4 turnovers, but considering how he stat- stuffed the stat sheet, almost getting that triple-double, you know what? You'll take it. Looking at the heat check side of things, you got some pretty good, uh, a pretty good game, as usual, from Hot Shot. 20 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, but 5 turnovers. Not going to get the job done. So game number one of that night is in the books. Moving on to game number two, we have Lakers gaming versus Grizz gaming. 
Grizz hoping to try to right the ship. Obviously, last season they struggled. They've started to struggle early on in this season as well. Time will tell if they're able to figure out a way to start winning some basketball games. So here we go. Game two on the docket here. We start off with Lakers taking the early 2-0 lead. They have the basketball five minutes to go here. Control, top of the key, throws it inside to Vert, who finishes to take the 4-0 advantage. Again, Grizzlies now have the ball. Are they able to get something going early on? J-Rod hits the three, puts them back to within one. Ball movement is going to be key for them. Someone other than authentic African, as usual, needs to step up. A three-point shot for the Lakers with a minute and a half to go. Puts them back on top by three points. Grizz, so far, able to stay with the Lakers. We'll see how long that actually lasts. Vandy brings it down. Vandy sometimes able to be that second fiddle for Authentic African. And there he hits the nice mid-range jumper to tie the game as the first quarter is set to expire. Jumping into the second quarter and midway through, the Grizz are actually able to build a nice five-point lead. They have the ball. Vandy has it inside, throws it out to Universal Phenom, hits the three, and just like that, Grizzlies have an eight-point advantage over the Lakers in the second quarter. Able to get it up to nine points with two minutes left, but there's a nice answer from the Lakers for three, and just like that is a six-point ball game. With one minute to go in the half, and the Grizz had a nice eight-point lead, but they get a little sloppy. The turnover and the fast break wide-open shot for the Lakers makes it a six-point ball game. Grizzlies with the ball, try to throw it into Authentic African, and again a turnover, and again Vert with the fast break wide open dunk, and now it's a four-point game, 30-26. to The Grizzlies got really complacent in this one. They had a nice lead. Unfortunately, they blew it, and this is going to have to change, or this game's going to go the Lakers' way as they have suddenly taken all the momentum. Again, under a minute to go in the first half. Now we jump to the second half. Five minutes to go. Grizzlies still holding on to that four-point lead as the Lakers go inside. Vert gets the dunk, and we have a two-point ball game. Three minutes to go. Lakers ball looking to try to get back into this one. Kev with the huge three from deep. It is now a one-point game, 34-33. Grizz barely holding on to the lead. Two minutes to go, Grizzlies ball, but they have lost the lead in the third quarter here. They are down 35-34. to Overall, since that second quarter, you have definitely seen a better Lakers team, and the Grizzlies, unfortunately, are going back to their original form. They throw it inside, though. Authentic African getting it done, gets the dunk, and gets the Grizz back the one-point advantage. A minute 20 to go in the third quarter, and the Lakers have started to build a little bit of a lead. They are now up by four points. Again, the Grizzlies need to wake up, or this game's going to be in trouble. Moutier currently is in takeover mode. Lakers have the ball, 20 seconds to go. Control runs in, gets the wide-open dunk as the Grizzlies, their Ole defense, just not going to get the job done if they want to win this one. Midway through the fourth quarter, and the Lakers are still keeping with that four-point advantage. Vandy has the ball at the top of the key. Authentic African sets the screen, going for that pick and roll, but a great job by Vert to cover it up. But they leave Vandy then wide open from three. He hits it, and it's just a one-point lead for the Lakers. Under two minutes to go, Vandy's bringing the ball up. Lakers are winning by three points. Lots of time left. Can the Grizz get the comeback? Vandy steps up, takes the shot, after the pause break, and he hits the three, tie game under two minutes to go. 
Control brings the ball down, throws it into Moutier, to Moody, who's had a very good game. And just like that, they get the lead right back off of, off of an alley-oop layup. Under a minute to go, Grizzlies back down by four points. They do have the basketball. Vandy rushing up the court, hoping to catch the Lakers off guard. Going for that pick and roll between him and Authentic African, and it works wonders. Authentic gets inside for the dunk, and it is a two-point ball game once again. Under 10 minutes, under 10 seconds left, and unfortunately, it was not enough for the Grizz. They have the ball, but Authentic throws it out to J-Rod. He hits the three, but still a two-point ball game, and Lakers have the ball. This one is all but over. Final score, looking at 56-52. Lakers do take this one, although a pretty close game. In the end, the Grizz just couldn't have, didn't have enough left to win it. Looking at the player of the game for the Lakers, it is easy in this one. Moody, 12 points, 17 rebounds, 5 assists, and only 1 turnover. Looking to the Grizzlies' side of the ball, a solid performance from Authentic African, although you'd like to get him the ball more, do a better job of getting him points, as he only scored 12 points. But he did add 12 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, but 4 turnovers. As again, you look at the turnover battle, 8-5, to five, and they had more assists for the Lakers as well. It's no shock that the Grizzlies fell in this one. Next up, we have Jazz Gaming versus Mavs Gaming. Who will be the victor? Starts off strong. Mavs are down 3-0 as the Jazz hit a big three. Gliz, very deep. Keep it going. Pete B. Ball and answers back, though, and it is 3-2. Mavs down just one. About five minutes to go in the first. Jazz continue to build that lead, get a nice transition bucket and the dunk. Jazz up 8-4 to four, about halfway through the first quarter. Mavs trying to answer back, do just that. But then the Jazz go on a little bit of a run again. And just like that, it is 12-6. Jazz do have the lead. As the first quarter comes to a close, Jazz have the 12-7 lead. Mavs get the two-point dunk. It is 12-9. Jazz run up the court, trying to get a last-second shot off, but do not. And 12-9 is your score going into the second quarter. Five minutes to go in the second, and the Mavs hit a long three. And just like that, Mo hits it, and they're able to get the gap to within three. Jazz, though, start to pull away again, able to build a 20-12 lead with four minutes to go. Dimes refuses to let that happen. Shows off his skills. They try to double-team. He goes right around him, goes in for the easy two, and is 20-14. Dimes showing off as he always does. Yeah, I compete. Goes for the mid-range jumper, hits it, gets the lead back to eight points for the Jazz midway through the second quarter. Mavs, two minutes left, have the ball, down six points. Mo from another zip code, hits the shot. It is 25-22, two minutes to go in the first half. Second quarter is almost done, two minutes left. It is a one-point Jazz lead as the Mavs continue to fight back. But Rhea takes it in, nice Euro step, and gets it back to a three-point lead. Third quarter, jump ahead. We are halfway through, and the game is now tied. Mavs, Jazz tied at 35. Mavs with the ball. Dimes taking it. He's got a shot from the three-point line. Boom, hits it. And just like that, Mavs have a three-point lead. They refused to go away in this one. Jazz could not put them away. As we get towards two minutes left in the third, Mavs continue to keep the lead, although a three-point shot from the Jazz makes it a one-point ball game. Less than 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. Mavs get a nice fast break, building their lead to the largest of the game at six. 
Fourth quarter, jump ahead to that. Halfway through, and the Jazz trying to fight back. They're down nine points, but they hit a three, and they are down just six now, 53-47. to Mavs really having a nice style of game here. Dimes leading the way, and he continues to do so as he sets up PP Ballin for the alley-oop to bring it back to an eight-point lead under two minutes to go in the fourth. Do the Jazz have enough for one last run? As the fourth quarter continues to wind down, 40 seconds left. It is a 10-point ball game. Probably this game is over, but you get a nice dunk from the Jazz to try one last-ditch effort, and they get it to within eight points. 10 seconds left, though. Jazz have the ball down eight. This game is over. All that's left is the Mavs and the final buzzer. Jazz do get a three-point shot to get it to within five, but doesn't really matter as that's all she wrote. Final score in this one, 63-58. Mavs take it. Very impressive game from a number of players. Player of the game, though, goes to the Mavs. Pete B. Ball with a fantastic game, 25 points, 14 rebounds, three assists, Four steals and just a single turnover. That definitely gets him that player of the game nod. For the Jazz, you got a nice performance from Gliz. 16 points, three rebounds, three assists, one steal, and just a single turnover. But that is all she wrote in this game for the Jazz. Moving on to the last game of the night, we have Pistons GT taking on Pacers Gaming. Pacers take the early 2-0 lead, but a deep three from Jacko puts the Pistons right back in charge. With a little under five minutes to go in the first quarter, get a nice drive from the Pacers as they're able to get a dunk and take the two-point lead. Pacers build that lead to up to three points, under four to go, 10-7. Pistons with the ball. Jacko tries the drive, and the great feed into traffic for the crazy triple-teamed alley-oop to get it to within one. Pacers look to answer back, though. Swizzerk from the top of the key, behind the back dribble, drives in, gets the dunk, and three points is the lead once again. Tie game under three minutes to go at 12. Maddie with the ball at the top of the key. Some smooth dribbling. Takes it inside, and he's able to get the bucket. Pacers up by two. Jump ahead to the second quarter, and as it starts, it is 19-19. Tie ball game. Pistons basketball. Mr. Styles showing off the Styles. Dribbles off. Cuts to the side. Throws it back up to Jacko, who hits the top of the key three. 22-19 is your score. Pacers look to answer right back, though. Maddie is on fire right now and is able to hit Swizzerk for the alley-oop dunk to get the game within one point. It is still one point. Pistons take the lead, and Pacers coming back down to try to retake that lead. Wolf throws it inside. Ramo with the dunk. As easy as it gets, and it is now Pistons are down once again. Pacers able to keep building on that lead under two minutes to go in the first half. It is 28-24 as Swizzerk hits the top of the key three, and they now have the biggest lead of the game by seven. Jump to the third quarter, and Pacers keep their lead only up three now. Pistons ball. Can they come back? Pistons look inside to May. May kicks it back out, and just like that, game is tied as Mr. Styles hits the corner three. Three minutes to go still, and Mr. Styles back at it again. Throws it inside to May, who's able to finish off the two-point bucket to take the two-point lead for the Pistons. Pistons are on fire right now. They are feeling it, getting up out of their chairs, talking smack. I think the Pistons are in for a nice end of this game, as they have now all the momentum. 
Tie game, though, with two minutes to go in the third, and Pacers go out on the fast break, and Swizzerk takes what some would call an ill-advised three as there was a wide-open player under the basket, but he drains it. And just like that, Pacers back on top, 40-37, to as the third quarter is left with two minutes. Pacers get the ball back again after a Pistons turnover. Twizzerk in transition to Wolf, and Wolf gets the lead back up to five. Fourth quarter, here we come. Just over five minutes left. Pacers with the lead, 44-41, to and Pistons have the ball, looking to try to tie it up or at least get within one. And Joseph drives in, gets the dunk. Lots of dunks in this game for both teams. It is now a one-possession game, one-point ball game. Under two minutes to go, Pacers have the five-point advantage and the ball, and they throw it inside to Swizzerk, who gets the easy dunk, and just like that, seven-point ball game. Pacers are really feeling it. As we come to, down to it, 1.30 left, Swizzerk with a really, really deep three, but it misses it, doesn't matter, as Bezos gets the rebound, throws it for the corner three to Wolf, and it is now a 10-point ball game. Honestly, the Pistons team had that momentum in the third, lost it all. It is all Pistons now, and they are up big. As the game is starting to come to a close, Pacers have the ball up eight, under a minute to go, another alley-oop, Wolf inside, and that really is all she wrote. Final score in this one, Pacers take it 60-53. to Looking at player of the game for the dominant Pacers squad, Pacers player of the game is none other than Ramo. 13 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal, and 0 turnovers. For Pistons GT, though, you got a nice game from May. 20 points, 14 rebounds, 2 assists, and a steal, just 2 turnovers. And now we move on to week number two's day three. Night three begins with Hawks Talon taking on Jazz Gaming. Jazz win the tip, and we get it started. It is 0-0 early on as Yeah, I Compete drives in, gets the nice jam. It is 2-0. Jazz take the early lead. Four minutes to go in this one. Jazz still up by two. Dev Goss, though, throws it into the streaking rando, gets the bucket and the foul, and they are able to take a lead if he makes the free throw. Randall very excited. Jazz, though, get the lead right back up 6-5, to five, and then t- get the lead even bigger going up by 3 with the nice bucket by Moam. Yeah, I compete. Another drive and another dunk. And as the first quarter is coming down to a close, they're able to build the lead back up to 3 points. It is Hawks ball. Jazz up 5 points early in the second. Randall throws it inside to a streaking STL 2, and just like that, they're within three. Deeds, though, takes it inside, throws it to Gliz, and back up to five points we go. Jazz able to keep that lead going, are still up six as they get an and one and go to the free throw line to, to put themselves up seven under a minute to go in the first half. And this game is all Jazz. 45-32. They have a 13-point lead with a little over four minutes to go in this one. Hawks, though, with the ball. Rando showing off his skills with the basketball. Arsenal cuts inside. Rando and him with a nice two-man game, but then it leads to Dev Goss with the open three, and just like that, it is a 10-point ball game. Hawks continue to fight back. In transition, Arsenal gets the two. It is now a nine-point ball game with halfway through the third. As the third quarter is under a minute left, Hawks get the lead to just six points. Jazz, though, take it back, go inside. Rhea throws the alley-oop to Gliz, and it is back to an eight-point ball game. 
As the third quarter has come to a close, Randall takes it again, and a huge block from Gliz leads to a transition attempt, and Moam with the dunk. It is now a 10-point game. All the momentum back on the Jazz's side. We jump to the fourth quarter midway through, and the Jazz are only up five as Hawks have been able to fight back. But Jazz with the basketball. Rhea at the top of the key takes it in. Euro steps right around the Hawks, goes in for the dunk, and builds onto the lead back up to seven once again. It is a four-point game now under a minute left. Hawks basketball. It is 65-61. Rando throws to the top of the key to Dev Goss. Dev Goss drives in, gets the dunk. We have a two-point ball game. Jazz call the timeout. Do not want to blow this one. 65-63 as the clock is counting down. 40 seconds left. Moam jumps in, gets the dunk, and it is now a four-point ball game again. 10 seconds left. Jazz have the basketball. Hawks down two. Only five seconds on the shot clock. So Jazz cannot hold for the last shot. And they don't need to as Moam hits the three-point shot. And just like that, they have a five-point ball game. This one looks to be over. Hawks try for the desperation. Randall throws up a three-point shot. He hits it. And it is two-point ball game. But that is all it ends up being as the Jazz take this one 70-68. to Definitely a good ball game. I would say the score makes the game seem closer, but you really felt like the Jazz had this one in hand at a few different points. Again, final score, 70-68. to Looking at the player of the game for Jazz Gaming, we look no further than, of course, yeah, I compete. 18 points, 2 rebounds, 13 assists, and then 5 turnovers, unfortunately. But look at this. The team as a total only had six turnovers. So not too shabby there. Another guy that jumps off the page for us in this one would be Gliz with 26 points. And then how about Rhea? 12 points, eight rebounds, two assists, four steals, zero turnovers. A lot to like from Jazz in this one. We jump over to the Hawks. And for the Hawks, Rando, 27 points, 12 dimes, and only four turnovers. Very impressive game from him, including 5 of 12 from three-point land. Game number two, we jump to Wizards District taking on Mavs Gaming. This is definitely a big matchup for this weekend. Taking a look at the start, go to the tip, and it starts with Wizards District with the ball, hoping to build a lead. But Mavs, first ones to score, up 2-0. But then a nice transition bucket from Gilly, who streaks out, gets the dunk, and ties up the game. Three minutes to go in the first. Tie game 6-6. Dave Fry inside. Looks to take on his old team and does. Able to score that inside bucket. But can they keep the lead? And they do. Wizards able to build up to 13-6. Just over a minute to go in the first. Mo from the top of the key, though, hits the three for the Mavs to get them within four. 20 seconds left in the first. Wizards get sloppy. And Mavs able to run out in transition. And Mo hits a pretty contested... Maybe not the best shot from three, but he drills it. And just like that, we've got a one-point game. Move to the second. Two minutes left in the first half as Reese to God hits the mid-range jumper from the free throw line to put the Wizards back up by three points. 140 to go. Reese to God loses the basketball. And then you have transition. Sherm with the dunk. And now Mavs up by two with under two minutes to go in the first half. Wizards looking to try to come back. Demon JT at the top of the key. A couple dribble moves. PP Ballin gives him too much space. And a three-point shot puts the Wizards back in front with a minute left to go in the first. Jump ahead to the second half. And the Mavs have the one-point lead as the second half starts. 
take it inside, get a nice dunk by Dimes. And just like that, the Mavs again build a two-point lead. This is a great back and forth, and this is a game, if you missed it, make sure you jump onto Twitch, make sure you jump onto YouTube and catch this one because it is a great one. 36-36 is the score with three minutes to go in the third. A nice rebound from Gilly gets the putback dunk and puts the Wizards up by two. Two minutes to go in the third. Wizards are still up by two as they get the nice three from deep. Demon misses it, but Gilly inside continues to dominate the glass, gets the putback, and they are up by four. Minutes to go in the third quarter. Mavs with the basketball. Dimes from the top of the key. Some drives. Nice pick by Pete Ballin. Pete jumps in. They follow him, and they leave Dimes wide open for the midrange, and he's able to hit it. Jump into the fourth quarter, and with five minutes to go, Wizards are able to build a five-point lead, but still a very, very close game. Dimes with the ball at the top of the key. Pee Ballin cuts to the hoop, but Dimes able to make a fake three, throws it inside to Pee Ballin, who finishes the easy post basket. Four and a half to go. Wizards still up three. Dimes showing off, drives in, and gets the wide-open one-handed dunk. It is a one-point ball game. Dimes really showing up in this one at many, many different times. P.P. Ballin and him have a great give uh, pick-and-roll game going, and it continues here. Another pick-and-roll. This time actually leads to a wide-open Mo from three as they are focused on both Dimes and P.P. Ballin. Mo hits that three, and now Mavs are up 49-47 with 3.30 to go. 2.30 to go in this one. Mavs are up by four now. Get a little sloppy, and the, the Wizards take advantage. Only down two with two minutes to go. 53-51. to 51. How about that? Still a two-point ball game. 30 seconds to go. Dimes has the ball. He's with a double team. Pee-pee balling in him. Going again for that pick and roll. Can it be successful? They double team Dimes. Again, leaving Mo wide open. If you're going to play the Mavs, you got to make sure that you're watching all the players. If you're going to double team Pee-pee balling or you're going to double team Dimes, you got to watch out for players like Mo. If you leave them open, they're going to make you pay for it. 56-51, under 30 seconds to go. Mo is standing up. He is fired up. And just like that, the Mavs end up taking it. A nice alley-oop to close off this win. Final score, 61-53. to Mavs take it. A very impressive win for them. Checking out the player of the game for the Mavs. None other than Mo. I give it to him just because he really had to step up when they were double-teaming other guys. 22 points, 4 of 8 from 3. A rebound, 2 assists, 3 steals, just a single turnover. Showing up for Wizards District, you had Dave Fry with the double-double. 12 points, 13 rebounds, 2 assists, although 5 turnovers is not the way to get it done. And I'll tell you this, Reese to God, 9 turnovers. Something's got to change. You can't win the game, as we know, if you're not getting enough assists and you're getting too many turnovers. Next game on the docket, we have Kings Guard Gaming versus Hawks Talon uh, is the next game on our list. All right, we started off Kings with the basketball early on, looking to take that lead, and they do. Worthing Colt takes it inside for the early 2-0 Kings lead. Moving ahead, we look at halfway through the first quarter. Kings keep that lead 7-5, but they get a little sloppy, and Dat Boy Shots hits Jay Fool, who cuts to the basket, and it is now tied 7-7 midway through the first. Hawks able to build the lead 9-7, but a quick answer from the Kings from 3. BP hits it, and now Kings back on top. 
It is 10-9, under a minute to go. Kings have the basketball. They lose it. Hawks get the three, and now 12-10, they take the lead. Nice shot by Rando. Five minutes to go in the second quarter. Kings back up 15-14. Worthing Colt with a great rebound, put back dunk, and they are back up by three points. Hawks get a little sloppy, lose the basketball. Zachy takes it in, and he is able to finish the basketball. Gets blocked, though, and ball-like seam able to hit the corner three on the second chance points, and just like that, the lead is up to six. Kings with the basketball, and it gets stolen. Hawks take advantage, and Boy shots in transition, gets the dunk, puts it back to a four-point ball game. Just over two minutes to go. Hawks basketball down seven. Randall throws inside. Just fantastic court vision. Hits Arsenal for the dunk to get them within five. Kings now in the third quarter up three as Hawks try to take it in. Kings actually end up scoring on a dunk to get the lead back up to five points. BP drives it in, and now it's up to seven points with the and one and four minutes to go in the third quarter. Rando, though, showing off some flashy moves, drives in, gets the and-one dunk, and with the free throw, puts them back within five points. Dev Goss fired up in this one as they show him off-camera. Another two points, Dev Goss gets the ball inside for a dunk, able to continue that momentum that the Hawks are starting to build here. Hawks down one and able to get the steal, and just like that, 44-43, Hawks have taken the lead under with 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. Jump ahead to the fourth, five minutes to go, and Hawks have built a 49-46 advantage. They take it inside, Dev Goss with another dunk, and they're up five. Kings, though, looking to try to right the ship, take it inside. They lose it again, and in transition, Randall with the takeover, and Hawks have now built the lead up to eight. With three to go in the fourth, it is now Kings losing by 10 points, as it is all Hawks. Kings just do not have an answer for this Hawks team. Although, just now, they go inside with a nice pick and roll and are able to cut it to within eight. They get the ball back. Just over two minutes left. Down eight points. Kings looking. They throw Zaki. Throws it out to ball like seam. Looks for the open three. Does not get it. Able to use a nice pick and roll with Worthing Colt. And they get it to within six. Unfortunately for them, that is as close as they get it. Hawks pull away again. And final score in this one, 66-54. to Hawks take it. Game for the Hawks. Boy shots. With 20 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, and 6 steals. Looking at Kingsguard Gaming, they were led by Ball-like Seam, who had 17 points, 2 assists, 2 steals, and just 2 turnovers. The last game of the night, Heat Check Gaming taking on the Wizards District. Heat Check with the early 3-0 lead. Reese to God takes it past the half-court line, hits Demon JT, who throws it inside to Dave Fry, and is 3-2, Wizards only down 1. 428 to go, and Hotshot again takes it inside, and just like that, the Heat are up 8 to 2. Wizards, though, looking to fight back, get it to within four, and then get a nice transition bucket from user pick. 8 to 6 is your score, 330 to go. 24K drop off, then cuts inside, a nice alley oop. 10 to 6 is the score, Heat Check on top. A little over two minutes to go, Heat Check are still up 10 to 8, as you see. 24K drop-off, hits the deep three, and now it is a five-point ball game. Ahead to the third quarter, and with four minutes left, Heat Check are now up eight points, but Wizards in transition get Dave Fry for the easy two to get back within six. It is 38-32, still the score midway through the third. 
You see some fancy dribbling from Reese to God, hits user pick on the cut, and they are able to cut the lead even closer. Heat check, though, build it back up to 41-34. User pick, though, with the steal, hits the mid-range jump shot to get them back within five. A minute to go in the third, heat checker up by six. Dave Fry taking the ball inside, a nice transition bucket to get them back within four and hopefully get a little momentum going into the fourth quarter. 2.30 left, heat check up by seven points. Can Wizards District come back or is it too little too late? And just like that, the Heat score again, and they are now winning by nine points. This one's looking like it is all but over, despite the best effort you could get from Wizards. They just did not have another minute to go, and Wizards do cut it to within six. Do they have enough to make one last? Unfortunately, that is all she wrote as they do end up losing this one. Heat check, take it, 62-56. to Another nice game on the docket tonight. We've had a number of close games, and this one was no different. Again, 62-56 is your final. Heat check, take this one. For Heat check, player of the game, we look no further than hot shot. 10 points, 18 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Very solid game from him. And on the Wizards' side, a pretty solid game from Dave Fry. 14 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, and a block. Last game of the week is Grizz Gaming versus Kings Guard Gaming. Hopefully this is a good one for you as it is the last game of the week. Worthing Colt wins the tip, and here we go. Vandy takes it inside, though, early in the four, first quarter, able to score for the Grizzlies as they take the early 2-0 advantage. Three minutes to go. Kings are up 6-4. to four. Grizzlies do have the basketball. Take it inside. Toxic able to score and leave the game at 6 Minute 40 to go, and the Grizzlies have a three-point advantage, although they lose the basketball, and the Kings look to streak. They run it down, able to find Worthing Colt inside and make it a one-point ball game. Move to the second quarter, and Kings are up two points. Authentic African, though, streaks to the basket off of the give-and-go. Game is now tied. So far, we've had a pretty good back-and-forth from both these teams. It's nice to see the Grizzlies get some other players jumping ahead in this one. 17-16, 17-16, three minutes to go in the first half. Kings able to build that lead up to three points. It is then built up to five points, 21-16, two minutes to go. Grizzlies ball, Vandy at the top of the key. An authentic African with a nice slip screen gets inside, makes it a three-point ball game. Just over a minute to go, Kings up six. They have the basketball. BP able to hit the deep three, pretty well contested, and they are now up 27-18 to as the First half is coming down. Third quarter starts. It is 27-20. Kings have the lead and the basketball. BP left wide open. No idea what Toxic was doing as he just lost his man. And 10 points is now the lead for the Kings early in the third quarter. Midway through the third, and it is now a 12-point lead for the Kings, and they have the basketball. Worthing Colt sets the pick. BP cuts across, looking to get that open three. But they lose Worthing Colt, who cuts the basket, and it is now 14 points. The Kings are up. Grizzlies just do not seem to be in the same realm as most of these teams. This is looking a lot like last season. 2.30 to go, 14-point game. Grizzlies with the basketball. Vandy dribbles up, gets a nice screen, able to get open, hits the three, and we are back to an 11-point ball game. Minute and a half to go in the third quarter. Kings up 40-31 to over the Grizzlies. BP showing off some moves, able to hit Zaki in the corner for the three attempt, but he misses. Colt, though, with the rebound, hits Scarbs, and just like that, 
Boom, 12-point lead is back in the fold for the Kings. Under a minute to go here in the third, 46 seconds. Worthing Colt sets the screen. BP, wide open three-pointer. Boom, goes the dynamite. And it is 46-31. to To the fourth quarter we go. 46-31 is still your score. Toxic trying to guard BP, but just doesn't have it in him. Goes right by him. Goes right by Authentic African and the alley-oop, and they are up big. 4.30 to go. Kings, though, only up 11 as the Grizzlies go on a bit of a run. Grizzlies then get the steal. Toxic in transition. Wide open gets the dunk. It is a single-digit ball game. A little over four minutes to go. 3.40 to go. BP's got the basketball. Hits Worthing Colt. Worthing Colt tries to drive. Is able to hit BP. BP throws it out to Zaki for the corner three. And again, they build it back up to a 12-point ball game. Just under three minutes to go, it is 51-39 to as BP is cutting into the basket, tries for the layup, instead throws it out to Scarbs because, again, the Grizzlies fall asleep, and it is now a, starting to be a little bit of a blowout. A little over a minute to go, Kingsguard up 58-43. to This one is definitely over, but BP says, not enough, let's keep it going. Hits the three-pointer from the top of the key, throwing salt on the wound. And honestly, this game really wasn't ever close. Final score, Grizzlies do end up losing this one. Kings take them out 64-46. to Your player of the game for the Kings, BP. 26 points, 1 rebound, 7 assists, and 2 steals. Grizz Gaming, not much to write home about in this one, but we give it to Vandy with 17 points, 9 assists, but 6 turnovers. Just not the way you're going to get it done. That there wraps up the slate of the week two games. Make sure you check out the games, any of these ones that we described. If you missed them, check them out on YouTube. Check them out on Twitch. You have been listening to the NBA 2K League show on the Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio. If you missed this week's show or part of it, make sure you give us a follow on iTunes. We're also on Podient, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can listen to any of our old episodes or any of our future ones. So make sure that you subscribe. Give us a rating and review on iTunes. We would really appreciate that. And until next week, keep it 2000. Introducing the Roadcaster Pro Podcast Production Studio. The Roadcaster Pro is a true world-first all-in-one console solution for podcasters of all levels. Featuring four microphone channels, Bluetooth, USB, and TRRS inputs, eight color-coded sound effect pads, four high-power headphone outputs, and more. The Rodecaster Pro is professional podcasting made easy. Available in stores this December. Visit www.rode.com for more information. Once again, that's www.rode.com.